Hey, we just want to welcome everybody out there to Gracemont number 37. We have an exciting podcast for you. Um, as of course, our faithful listeners and our two-time promotional uh, conquerors uh, who donate to our program um, know that we two weeks ago we talked about Confucius. Last week we talked about Buddha, and this time we're going to talk about Islam. And so, without and then, and I am Apostle Duke, and I'm here with my esteemed Apostle. Uh, you tell him, um, Apostle John Luke. Thank you. And without further ado, Gracemont, 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 Gracemont. Okay, sweet. Right. sweet. Right. So we had a uh, a guest lined up who was who is Muslim. Correct. But he had a family emergency and couldn't make it. So we're going to just have to wing it tonight and tell you what we understand about Islam. We've been we've been studying different religions to you know ma- mainly my reason for studying the different religions is to understand the people, the way they what they believe how they think, their motivations, yeah, and how to treat them respectfully. Yes. Uh, and in turn, to be res- treated respectfully back. Right, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's what I'm looking to do mainly. Yeah, me too. And, and, uh, and, and we've had some good people on. Um, I think, you know, we, we keep to that. So, um, but tonight... Uh, the Muslim faith, and I, I'm really maybe you may can help me on this. So, we, do we call it Islam? Is that the proper way to say it? Uh, here in America, that's what we okay. call it Islam. So it's called yeah. Islam, and the, and then that's the religion. And if you're if you're in Islam, then you're Muslim. I guess I believe that's correct. And then there's Sunni and something else. Uh. Oh gosh, that that goes yeah. all the way back to deciding who Muhammad's successor yes. is going to be. Yes, 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 yes. They've had yes. a division, right, all the way back like that, and so it's kind of like Catholics and Protestants. Yeah, exactly. The, the way I compare that. Yeah, because it says they're both super devout to Allah. I mean, they the Quran is the. It's just they disagree on. Uh, like the Sunnis and the something else, Shiites. Shiites, you got it. And uh, but it's just it's just a theological. But but I wonder if they, you know, I wonder what I don't know, and maybe you can help me with. And I is like, have they gotten into physical violence? Because I think there there's a lot of tension between those two. Is that right? Uh, I think they've. Fought a few wars between the oh. two groups. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. they're even though they agree on almost everything, just that one little thing, man. They're just, which is interesting, and so they seem to be very devout. So okay, you tell me what you know about Islam. Well, I I started reading the, the Quran this week, which I Ooh. never have before. I got yeah yeah I haven't read that much of it. I got into thirty three pages on the app. Oh, okay, uh, and that's I cool. Read it in you know an English translation. Who knows how sure. accurate that is compared to the Arabic? I don't read Arabic, 
right? Uh, the f- it's uh, it's remarkably similar to Christianity in many ways. Uh, they believe they believe that they believe in the same God, and I I believe that too. It's the God of Abraham. It's who they believe in, right. which is should be the same God that's the God that's part of the Trinity with with Jesus, right? Right. That's what I think. The, but Christians, the, the, we always grew up, grew up saying, oh, no, no, that's different. That's not the same thing. It's not the same God. Yeah. But I think the Islamic people believe it's the same God, and I believe it's the same God. The Islamic people think Jesus was just another prophet, not right. Not a, uh, not a, God incarnate. Right, and not the Messiah. Right. He's just another prophet and had good right. good things to tell and what have you. Uh what, what I did find interesting in the Quran is, uh, and I've not seen this among the people, the, the people I've dealt with are very, very respectful and generous okay. people. Okay, yeah. They have never been anything but kind to me. Like we went to Egypt and those people over there were great. Yeah. Um, that's the, and, and we went to uh, Malaysia. And the people over there treat us like kings. Yeah. The Queens, because I was with wife and daughters. Yeah, okay, gotcha. And, but uh, I have not, you know, obviously you can't just go to Saudi Arabia. But yeah. You and I are talking about uh, taking a little trip over to uh, Dubai. Bahrain. Dubai, du- yeah. 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 That's that's on our list and want to do a podcast yeah. from there with some Islamic yeah. people. Yeah. But no, what, what struck me most about the Quran is one of the things that we aren't too happy about with Christianity is hell. Yeah. We don't like what, you know, Christianity is used. You're going to hell as a way to in, instill fear in people. Yeah. To get them to be behave basically. Right. Yeah. Well, Muhammad was big on that too. He used hellfire and damnation a lot. Okay. He's not, he's not a whole lot different from an old Southern Baptist preacher. Oh, okay. In, yeah. In his teaching, in his, uh, if you're not a believer, you're going yeah. to hell. Yeah. And uh, there's one specific. This this surprised me a little bit. The, I I read one. One. Uh, where is it? I read a passage about how to deal with people that are persecuting you, if you're a believer. Oh, okay. And that's in the Quran, right? Okay. Uh, this is in the Quran. And it's it says this is talking about people if they're people are persecuting you for being believers. Yeah. In in Islam. It says, Yet if they continue to their aggression against you, kill them wherever you encounter them, and yeah. expel them from wherever they have expelled you. For persecution is far more grievous than killing. But do not fight them at the sacred mosque unless they first fight you therein. Yet, if they fight you there, then kill them. Such is the recompense of the disbelievers. But if they desist, then indeed God is all-forgiving, mercy-giving. So anyway, it says, Moreover, then fight them until there is no more persecution. Right. So that's that's a little different from how Jesus would have worded it. You know, Jesus didn't have a message like that. He never would have said, kill them. However, yeah. I totally see the utility in that 
if one yeah. is going to create a religion to uh, be vehement enough about it that if people persecute you, then you just kill them. Yeah. So I, I actually see the the logic there. Right. Although I don't necessarily want to be part of it, but uh, I certainly yeah. see the logic and I understand how Islam has become so widespread. Because another thing I I saw about it is woven all through it are like rules for everyday life. Not, I mean, that was a rule. I mean, that's, that's a, uh, this is how you fix it. I mean, it's a, a little lot. harsh. Yeah. yeah. It's a little harsh, but he's got lots of stuff like that. How, how to deal with your neighbors and all that. And okay. How to deal with disagreements with other believers and stuff. Right. And it's all woven into his teachings. So his teachings are not only is it just religious, it's a way of life. And that's why oh. people have always said, Sharia law and Islam go together as a system for living, not yes. just a religion. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. In fact, you're you're saying something I heard uh, almost exactly. They were talking about Israel and the Jews. The Jew, Jew being Jewish is more than just a religion. They're, they have a religion, but it's it's their law, it's their way of life. I mean, it's if if I understand what you're saying, it it it's it's when you say Jewish and you think, okay, oh, that's a religion. It's more than just like Christianity. You, you could be a Christian and be American, or but but you can't be Jewish because that's if I understand what you're saying, that is like a that's a that's a whole government and religion all so yeah well there, there's something else in that i read in the, in the quran that just because you're jewish or just because you're christian does not mean you're going to hell as far as islamic people are concerned because you as long as you believe in the one true god and okay. you worship him yeah then uh you're not all bad Whereas okay. Christian people will tell you, oh, Muslims, oh, they're bad, very bad, very bad. Yeah. They're, 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 they're bad. You know, they're not, yeah. they're not going, they're going to hell, all going to hell. Yeah. Which I think is an interesting contrast. Whereas, of course, Islamic people say your best bet, of course, is to be Islamic, but you're yeah. not definitely damned to hell just for being Jewish or, or Christian okay. because you believe in, in yeah. God or Allah. Yeah, in the Christian faith, if you don't if you don't believe that Jesus is the Christ, then then you're then you're doomed. And so, but but I like that one. You know, I, one time I thought if I could have just been raised a different religion, you know, because I I think I'm marked for life, but I can change that. But I I thought that uh, the religion down in Mexico where they have the, the Day of the Dead, which I used to think was so weird. And then I kind of find out that's where they're honoring their ancestors is what that whole thing's about. And I thought, and I don't think there's that terrible, the, the worst thing that can happen to you is you're forgotten. That's like the, the worst thing they have. Well, I think they're, they're Catholics, but they've woven some of the indigenous religion into it. Oh, okay. I think that's where the day of the dead okay. come from. Okay. 
I think that. I don't know. Yeah. I could ask my daughter. She. It. I'm sure. She'd be up on it. Oh, she would. She would know, huh? Well, that to me, it's super interesting. I mean, and respectful. I like that. I like. I think if you're gonna have a ritual, that's a good one to have. You know, like to respect your respect your your people. You know, kind of yeah. kind of day. So like anyway, Confucians. back to Islam. So, okay. uh, I, so he was 500 years after Christ. Now you corrected me on Confucius and Buddha who are right around 500 years before Christ. Yeah. Give or take. Okay. Four, give or four, take. I got you. Yeah. yeah. In 10, yeah. 15% there either way. Um, but Muhammad was 500 years after Christ. And apparently he, and then he, he was, as far as I remember, was he born into wealth? And then I thought, I don't know. Gosh, I, don't, I don't remember yeah. his yeah, whole story. I was, I'm getting them mixed up. <laughs> I, I, was one, I was wanting to ask Muhammad some questions exactly. today. Uh, Muhammad was our guest. I'm not talk, We're not talking about the historical Muhammad. Right. And uh, I was going to ask him several things. I was curious about what happens if you're de- a devout Muslim. What happens if you choose to lo- leave the faith? Because I, oh, yeah. I think that's probably a pretty severe no-no. Oh, okay. So but they that leaving the faith I, is I like. Don't, well, I don't know that for sure. Hey, you know what? And I'm just thinking, leaving the Christian faith is kind of a big no-no. It's not like it's not like uh, legally, but I mean, if you leave, you talked about it yourself, man. You know, you, you, your job can be in jeopardy if you sure. if you leave the faith. So, in some respects, there are some parallels. You know, uh, there are a lot of parallels. I think. Yeah, yeah, and so, but but here again. To your point, there's a lot. There's a lot of good. I mean, like you said, there's a lot of good. They seem devout. They seem very. Um, they seem very caring. And I and there and there and there's a deal too about. And here again, I'm with you. I was going to ask uh, Muhammad, but they have like prayers three times a day, and if, and if you drive over in that country, every that three times a day, you'll hear that from those big towers and stuff. And, oh and yeah. I've You're, I've heard them. Oh, you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See that? I think that's it's five. Like, isn't it five times a day? Oh, is it five? I think it's probably. Five times a day. You. I would trust your memory better than mine. I think but it's, it's five. Yeah, I think you're they're right. supposed to face Mecca, and 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 then they're supposed to be clean of their sins before they pray, and I and and I mean and they and wash some themselves of the, too. They wash yes. their hands and faces. And so this guy explained like their theology and their theology is something to the effect of, and here again, I, I need, it was just like, I completely abandoned my whole self to almighty God. I mean, they, it's like the way they explain it from their side is it's like super impressively reverent to their God um, and it's, I mean, you see, I mean, you think about Christians, right? 
in, in, in our churches. Our churches are like country clubs, you know, right. and, and they're good and stuff. But I mean, they're, man, they're on their knees and they're bowing. It's, it's, and they showed that, uh, they showed that place where they go, Mecca, I guess, where they go around in circles and they go counterclockwise. Like, and they explained why they went counterclockwise. In Arabic, it's Maka. Maka. I think. Maka in, in Arabic, I think. Yeah, but we they, call it Mecca, but anyway. Right. But they come from all over the country and you have to come at least once. And then they were talking about you have to wear the the plainest clothes you can find. And it's just like white just linens just hanging on them. And and then they, they get in those lines and they say it takes about two to two and a half hours to go around once. And, 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 and sometimes like there's old men who will get in there and it says it can take them up to like eight hours, but they do it, man. You know, you know what? That's something I think I would love to do as a spectator, just to go be part of that and talk to those people and see what they're doing and hear how they're feeling. I know, I know they don't allow that. Yeah. That's, that's totally not allowed, but, but it would be very interesting to be among them as a, as a spectator. Right. It, it and, would be, and, to, and a listener to hear what they have to say. Exactly. I, and I think, I think if I could guess, they would say something like, Oh, this is the most peaceful, wonderful day of my life. You know, I just can feel God's yeah. presence just all over me. And I'm sure it's a fabulous experience, you know, just like we have, but, but, but it's still real, right? I, there's still sure. something very, very real about that. And, um, and so it's, it's, but they still, I mean, you know, I, Hey, who was the guy who got fired off of uh, PBS for saying when he got on a plane and a Muslim got on and he felt a little bit nervous and, and, and PBS fired him for saying that. I have no idea. Oh, anyway, I was going to say, say all that, say, I mean, in my mind, Muslims are like, I don't know, man, you know, I, I'm sure they're great people and stuff, but I have kind of a, I don't know if it's a healthy, healthy respect or just totally got that wrong. I mean, well, we've, we've been conditioned to believe certain things in this country, right? I mean, right. The, it's like anything else. The more, okay. You and I grew up not around very many black people. Right. And, right. and people telling us all kinds of things about black people, whether yeah. it be good or bad. But they didn't have any more idea than we did. Once we got to be really good friends with some black people, right? Like, yeah, these people are people, just yeah. like we're people. And right. I had to be pretty much grown before I got to be really good friends with with any black people. Yeah. And the Islamic people that I have known are just good people, like anybody else. They're just trying yeah. to get through the day, man. They're trying to get yeah. through the day. There, there are a few radicals of Islam or Christianity or blacks or nazis or, or whatever you know yeah. there there are radicals everywhere but overall the people are just people yeah that's what yeah. i found in my yeah. travels of the world the people are, are are more good and they want to get along right and i and i say yeah to all that but i do check myself do i really I say that, but I have those feelings, but you're right. I mean, they're just, 
they're they're they they want to feed their kids they want to you know they want to have a, a feel good about their life and and uh be successful and stuff and but i don't always see that uh in 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 everyone and so it's it's a it's a this is what's good about this podcast for me is just like trying to just and and even to even the last few days i've been thinking about this podcast and i just i'm finding um i'm finding um uh biases and uh what, what's the word um uh when you're prejudices i'm i'm finding sure. those in my not just in my religion but in like my just day-to-day life i'm i'm finding that stuff like you know that's not the right way to think about that you know so but anyway that's what's cool about i think and plus you are well traveled you have traveled extensively in fact john luke owned at one time a travel agency and i think you were involved in some of those trips and anyway uh yeah so Going That's one out of the dumbest of, things I ever did, by the way. But, but I did get to travel a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I think I wouldn't say dumb. I'd say like it was just. I don't know. It was, it's, an, it was an adventure. Yeah, an adventure, yeah. and you got to yeah. go places and do things. And I, yeah. yeah. Anyway, adventure is good. It keeps you alive. Well, I think I I look at myself in my life and how. So I grew up in this, I don't know, you know, we all have our preconceived notions. From the time I was one till seven, I grew up in a town that had white people and black people and the schools had just been desegregated. Yeah. And so there was a fair amount of tension between the races. I got beat up by a black kid one time. I I think I said something to him I shouldn't have because I was in second grade and I'd heard heard people around me saying things about, you know, the, I, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble here, but yeah, you know, well, there was prejudice. Yeah. Okay. And, I got you. Yeah. Same in my town. Then, Same in my town. And then I grow up and then I go off and play a year of college basketball and I live with a bunch of black guys from all over the country. I mean, from yeah. the Bronx and, Camden, New Jersey, Lawton, Oklahoma, all over the place. And I lived with those guys and they became my brothers. And I was like, and they told me about their lives and how, how yeah. their lives are different and how they have different opportunities than we have and all this stuff. And I came to love those guys and realized they're, they're just like anybody else. And that was, that was probably the real start of my journey to understanding that people are people. Yeah. And I, and I not too long ago, there's a there's a young black kid I was mentoring and helped him in a business. And after we'd gone for a while, he was like, I never thought a white guy would help me like you have. I said, yeah. well, I, and <laughs> that's yeah. what we need to do is help each other. And, and right. the more we're around each other, the less prejudice there will be. The more, the more white people interact with black people and, and all of us interact with uh, Arabic Muslim people or, yeah, or 
Persian Muslim people, whatever, the more we become friends, the more we understand each other, the less tension there will be among right. us. Yeah. And that's part of what I really like about learning about these other religions is it makes right. us understand and be more accepting of those people. Yeah. I, I, I love that, man. Um, just, just get I, so I, I had my experience with, um, African-Americans when I went to, into the military and I was just like, they're just like, and I'm, I'm, I'm from Springfield, Missouri. I mean, I, there's a few there, but, and so, and it was, uh, yeah, I, same deal. I mean, I just talked to them and they were just people and I kind of, um, learned, you know, just, and so, and so, and, and then I'm still learning and I'm still learning, you know, I learned those guys know how to party and they, they know how to fun. They know how to have fun. They know how to laugh. Yeah. That's it's a couple of the funny, funniest guys I ever met were on my basketball team. Oh man, they make me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, so we have we exhausted the Islam? Uh, well, it's I, probably until we can get a, a yeah, you know, until we can get somebody on here who knows more than we do, then yeah, probably so right. Do, I, do you have any other subjects to talk about? I had a couple. Um, of oh, good, epiphanies. yeah, good. How, oh, I want to hear your epiphanies. Yes. Okay, so I had one little epiphany. Is it okay in this day and time when we have all this science? We've discovered all this stuff. We can look in the James Webb telescope and see stuff 13 billion year, light years away. Yes. We have so much, we know so much about medicine, cellular biology, nuclear physics. Yeah. Yet we still are not able to prove yes or no the existence of God by scientific means. Yeah. We can't prove it. Right. We cannot prove there's a heaven, nor a hell, nor can we disprove it. Yeah, That's yeah, why okay. religions still prosper, I think, because those are things with physical, scientific means cannot be proven or disproven. It, it's, what do you it's, think it, about that? Well, yeah, I okay, I'm 100% on board. Um, I think we'll... It, it's a way to like explain the unexplainable. And in some respects, I wonder if, if religion is like science, I mean, hang on. So like religion, re, religion in a thousand years ago was the most technologically advanced type of thinking at that time was how did the world come here? Well, you see that, great God come up over that was their science, you know, and then, and then as time went on, it became, it became myths. And so, yeah, you're right. I mean, we can't, I don't know, unless we can get to the point where we have all knowledge of everything we'll have, if we want to fill in the gaps, we'll have to come up with some theory or some truth that we deem as truthful. Yeah, I, yeah, I I love it, and that's why, and and maybe we'll always have religions, right? Just maybe because there there may all be always be that void that science 
and logic can't explain that yeah people will fill with religion yeah hey and so so i got uh in my weird travels um i've been watching some stuff about like what's what's going on with with the human race is is they're looking outside of themselves for happiness and 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 that's what's and and that's what's and so you need to look inside that and because and so what they're saying is which seems logical to me it's just health it's just we're just speaking health here okay if you keep looking like outside yourself and and religions right and and you're going to kill each other and and so you gotta there's got to be a a different way of thinking that's that's the that's the that that's the healthiest thing we can do for our world is um change the way humanity thinks or understands they should think and think healthy things in healthy ways and that is that will save our species and our race but some of the stuff that's going on and and it's just that I mean, there was a time, I guess, when you had to just be for yourself and kill at all costs to survive, but we've got it. And that, and that was good for that time, but it's a lot of that I think is like that innate. And so we need to, we need to be intellectually, uh, just like we did technologically, intellectually, we need to progress. So anyway. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. I've also been thinking about. Okay. Something. These are these are things that our Gracemont Church could help with. Okay. So, like, one of the things that you know both that Buddha really stressed was was uh, meditation. Okay. And I've thought about having part of Gracemont could be augmented meditation. Okay. Like uh, if you're really anxious, you could add Prozac. Okay. Or something like that. And take that daily and then meditate. And it would make your meditation much more rewarding. Effective. Yeah, maybe effective or rewarding. You'd less have a lot less anxiety. Uh, you could add marijuana and mushrooms too if you wanted, but I don't think that would necessarily be. I see. Helpful. So you're you're saying maybe <laughs> some experimental uh, help. You would be you would be open to discussing. You could add. I'm thinking add adding the miracles of modern chemistry to your meditation might okay. help. Something yeah. that Buddha didn't have. He didn't have Prozac right. or Wellbutrin or any of those things that take off the edge of the anxiety. And you might really get deeper into the meditation if you didn't have to get past the anxiety first. Right. Yeah, yeah. That would be that could that could be a tightrope, right? But I like could that. Be. Could be. And yeah. I also thought about something that no religion does. That I've okay. seen in their in their tenets, they don't speak 
to the people with personality disorders. Okay. They don't, they say, this is, this is how you do it. You know, for instance, uh, Paul talks about how you settle a dispute with a, another believer, yeah. but that doesn't work if that believer has a personality disorder. Yeah. So we should speak to how to deal with people with personality disorders as well, because they each have various triggers and stuff that you need to be aware of that helps you deal with them better. Like for instance, um, I'm going to tell you a story about when I was a, uh, an attending anesthesiologist at a hospital here in town. Okay. And I, had, right. I was working with nurse anesthetist and this nurse okay. anesthetist came to me and said, this guy's just driving me nuts. He's, he's a real pain. I can't deal with him. So I went and talked to him and just a couple of sentences in, I, I realized this guy, uh, has a, has an obsessive, a real obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Yeah. Okay. And, and he's looking for a, a competent position position and he needs to be in control. You know, we're supposed to be in control because we're the doctors, right? Yeah. But right. he needs to be in control. So I, I had to approach him a different way than I normally do. I said, well, Mr. Smith, it seems you seem to be upset. I'm not upset. So, well, I'm, I'm just getting that idea because you've raised your voice and you have your eyebrows are tensed and you have a frown on your face. Made me think perhaps you were upset. Well, well, maybe I'm a little bit upset. I said, well, how, how can I make that better? What can I do to make that better for you? He goes, well, I, so-and-so this, this lady wouldn't let me have, you know, keep my underwear on or something. I don't remember what it was. And I said, would it, would, would that help you to keep your underwear on? Would that help your day be better and help us get this procedure done? He goes, well, yes, it would. I said, okay, well, let's do that then. And letting him be in control or have the feeling of being in control of something was very, very important to him. Right. But that's not anything Paul addressed, but he was, we were able to get that guy through his surgery and he did just fine. Right. But he had to be approached a different way. Right. So there's a lot of psychology that could be brought into a religion or the way of grace or what, or the way of life. Yeah. Okay. That could be officially addressed is if you have somebody with, that you determine has this type of personality disorders. And we could talk about right. the different personalities and we probably just not call it a disorder. Say yeah. this type of personality yeah. and describe the person. Right. And I then, like uh, it. Yeah. That could be part of the teaching. Like my professor in psychology was the one that would do the role plays of these people. Okay. And he would do a role play. He had done a role play of this guy. It could have been the same guy. Yeah. And I'd seen it 20 years earlier and I recognized the guy and he had taught me how to deal with him. Yeah. And so I think that's something that's really missing in religion and spiritual life today is knowing how to deal with people that are not quote normal. Yeah. Well, and kind of to your point a little bit, uh, is, um, like, okay. Like talking about meditation, right. Which is a little bit different, but, 
I heard a guy, I, I listened to a book on meditation. I've listened to a lot of them. And the guy basically said he was, he was a doctor and he was just say, let's just, I know a lot of people think there's magic and mystery and all this stuff, but it's just common, you know, physician sense, you know, that if you do this, it's, it's healthy, just quiet your mind and just be quiet and try to concentrate, help your, learn how to concentrate, you know, and it'll, and it's just, and so I would be all for that. To me, that's like, I was at my university. I, I talked about, I wanted to do a paper on meditation and they're oh no, 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 we don't want to get into that. And so, uh, and so I did it, I did it for my master's, but I didn't do it for my PhD because they were just like, nah, let's not get into that, you know? So I, I kind of steered away and I got a good, I have a good study and it's, it's going to be good, but it was kind of not because it's to your point, I think psychology is like healthy. It's like, if you can understand these things and address them and it helps them live better, think better and, 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 and strengthens their family, you know, then that's, that's what we want, right? We want, we want health, man. We want, we want to just be pumping like healthy messages and teachings and, and, and ways to live our lives, which is quite uh, a burden. I mean, it's a responsibility. Uh, Tell me, what does it mean to you to meditate? What is meditation to you? Describe it, the process. Okay. So I do it every morning. Um, I, I, zip. I've been doing it every morning recently. I've been trying this for years. Sometimes I do. I'm good at it. Sometimes I'm not good at it. So I've been doing it. So I get up and I, I have 30 minutes and I go in and I sit, I sit quietly. I don't do the cross my legs, sit quietly. I try to put my hands in, in a nice place. Not, I try not to cross my arms and stuff and, and just, and just relax and then just quiet my mind. And then I concentrate on my breathing. And, 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 uh, and it, it lasts several seconds and I pop out and then I try to go back and then I, but that's, but then, but then after I try for about 20 minutes, if I just keep kind of trying and it's just, it's like, it's like, it just calms me down and it just feels so restful and healthy and good. And and it's like, I look forward to, it's almost one of my favorite parts of my day is that morning when I'm just trying to just clear my mind. And so that's, I don't know. I I don't know. That's what I have. Okay. Well, I I, (laughs) thinking about my breathing makes me anxious. So that doesn't help me. Okay. I sitting and thinking about my breathing would not be good. Having had an anxiety disorder before. Oh gosh. You know, the, the yeah. thinking about my breathing is not good. So okay. I've been trying it lately, just trying to think of nothing. And that's so hard to do because I always I've always got stuff going, you know, in my brain. Yeah. Right. And I'll end up going out somewhere else. So I'm not I'm not sure what meditation would be for me. I, I, I try to just not think of anything and, or, or let my mind drift where it wants to without 
getting focused in on one of my problems or, okay, or some exactly. Project I'm and so on. and so every one of those is an opportunity to grow. Every time your your concentration breaks, it's an opportunity to get a little bit better. Everybody does it, man. Only these, and I don't even know if these Zen guys can do it. But it's just, it's just, uh, okay, how about this meditation? Try this. And uh, tell me how just super weird and this one sounds. Just sit and try to imagine that you're on a nice warm beach. And just try to imagine the sun and, 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 and imagine the... And, and just see if it doesn't help you relax a little bit. I mean, that's, that's, that's how technologically advanced that is. It's just think nice thoughts, man, and just try to calm yourself down. And if it's, if you like thinking about, you know, I don't know, something nice and peaceful. Anyway, that's, and then it, it just helps you calm down. That's all it is. So anyway, I might, might be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, and and there's there's books, there's books like on Amazon. There's like there's like four pa four page books. Like this is how you do it: be quiet, close your eyes, you know, and re take a deep breath, and 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 then you're at the end of the book, and it's just take some time just to be quiet, you know, and and it's just kind of cool. Anyway. I, I try that. I do it. And I still have, I still have problems, man. I still have problems every day. And, you know, it's, it's it didn't like fix everything, but it's just kind of cool to do. So I don't know that it's going to be a part of my life. Okay. I, I don't know that I can do it. I'll, yeah, I'll try it some more, but yeah. here's another, I've got okay. another point though. Okay. What we're, we're really missing in our world with all the technology, screen time, COVID, all these things have gone together to take community away from us. We're oh, being wow. more and more isolated. Ooh. And you know what? I, what? It's unhealthy. That's super unhealthy to, to take your community away. Here, here again, just back to my point of the way we think, right? And so we got our community. So we, yeah, that that's hurting us. That's hurting our, our, as a, as a humanity, you know? So I got you. That's, that's something our Gracemont church could really work on too, is yeah, right. developing a community. And so like when our, our church split up, our, our Sunday school class has kind of yeah been tossed to the wind. But by, by that, and uh, that was part of our community. Yeah. And so I would like to, I would like to develop my community some because I've become okay. more and more isolated as time yeah. has gone on. Ooh, I, mean, I, wow. I see people at work every day and I see yeah. my wife at night, my kids right. and stuff, but I don't ever go to parties. Yeah. You know, I, I, I go to lunch with friends every now and then, but that's. Right. I do this with you. Hey, 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 I'm on a quest, by the way. I don't know. I okay. have. Okay. Here's the quest. Speak this quest. I, and, and I'm serious and I've already started it. I'm going to start volunteering. I'm going to start getting like, I'm just going to do it two, maybe three times a week. Just 
get involved in something to where I, I didn't tell you this. Did I tell you this or not? I went out uh, and I volunteered a couple of weeks ago at an end of life home. It's put on by the Catholics. Sister Maria was there. If these people have no family, no contacts, no money, and they have less than a year to live, they, she takes them in and cares for them till they die. And I went out and volunteered a little bit. And I mean, don't, I don't want anyone and the, these thousands of people to think that I'm, that I'm in any way in that league. I am not. I was just there to, because my work said, Hey, here's a volunteer opportunity. Let's go out there. But I, I will tell you, I stayed that we volunteered four hours. I stayed four hours. Then I stayed another like six and a half hours. It was just so cool. It was a fundraiser. Let me, let me explain that. It was a fundraiser and there was a cookout and there was a band and, and the people from the, and they had mass and I went to mass and it was cool. And it was just so that experience. And, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I just want to do that more. My mom is a big, big, big volunteer. She, she's a reading buddy and, and she works hospital and sings choir and she, but anyway, so she's been encouraging me to do that. So that's, but I think that's like, to me, it's super healthy, man. It's like, you know, it's like the deal. What do you want? I'm sorry. I keep, what do you want? I mean, and I say, well, I want money. Okay. All right. Cause so you get money. It's like, okay, I got a lot of money. I don't know, but I still want something. What is it I want? It's like, what do you really want? What you want is like to feel like your life means something. And, 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 uh, that deep sense of, man, this is just, I'm doing, I'm doing something good here and I want to feel that more. And, but I, you know, it's like, I'm going to have to learn how to do that. Like, just like you said, going downtown and meeting those guys and talking to them. And it's like, I don't know that I'll be good at it. I mean, I, it's, but I just, I feel like my brain's telling me if you want to be healthy, spiritually, mentally, physically, then, then look outside of yourself and help somebody, you know, kind of deal. So yeah, I agree. Anyway. I got you. Yeah. Well, that's something that, Grace Mont will have to absolutely have a a charity of some sort to yeah to or something or a, or a cause anyway. a cause a cause I like that yeah. I, that's what keeps you alive right that's what that's where enthusiasm comes from is a cause you gotta have a cause and your cause can be integrated with community yeah and, yeah and I love it your spiritual life as well exactly just helping each other like who has a bad day and say. Hey man, we just want to tell you we're thinking about you. Have a good day. That's healthy, right? Sure. So, and that's what we don't have a lot of now. When we need more of. So yeah, yeah. Well, like, so we have a cause. We, yeah, we got friends, you know, from our church that are lonely a lot, mm -hmm. and there's no reason why. Yeah, you know, I go home and sit. Don't do anything. Sit on the back porch. There's no reason why you and I couldn't go hang out with one or two of those friends every now and then. Say, yeah. hey, let's let's go fishing or let's go do nothing. Go have a cup of coffee, whatever, sit yeah. around and talk. Yeah. Hey, you know what we could do? Hey, we're being recorded, right? Um so I'm just there's there's a gentleman at our church 
who is so faithful and he opens our door and he is such a good guy and he left, moved away and came back. I think it'd be fun to like, let's just go and Hey, we just want to take you to dinner, man. Would be, I, that could, that would be, I'd like that. I think that would be a super great ministry, man. Sure. Well, plus it just be community, you know? Yeah. Just right. Exa- nice. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm in, yep. let's, let's talk more about that. Okay. So, and I, and, and then here again, I was like, I'm like, am I going to have too much to do? I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this. It's like, well, I don't want to do too much. You know, it's like, cause I'm kind of a homebody. I'm kind of, I'd just go down in a hole and live there if, if I could and just not be, you know, put in an institution or something. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I, 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 you know, I kind of have a tendency. I just kind of, I'd just rather stay home. And sometimes I have to push myself out the door, you know, so that sure. would be, okay. yeah. So okay. I need to do it though. I need to keep doing it anyway. All right. Well, I think we've made some progress here. We didn't get a whole lot <laughs> yeah, answered about it. Islam, but I know. Okay. So I, I, I had another thought about the, uh, the church, if we ever get it going. Okay. I want people to be able to bring their dogs. Ooh, that's I talked cool. about having good coffee and actually have breakfast there if they wanted it. You know, yeah. everybody can sit around, have breakfast and just talk and we hey. have a, a lead hey. speaker and everybody else will be able to give their thoughts. So, okay. Think about this. Like I, I'm always harping on life church and what they did and stuff. And they did good because they, they, they saw something cool, but here's something super cool, right? One reason I don't think you see that now is because the religious is animals weren't supposed to be in the temple, right? That was the whole, so they won't do that. If we just started doing that, and just said, bring your dogs, man. I mean, people love that stuff. And it, and then it becomes yeah. almost like a picnic-like atmosphere. Right. And dogs are barking and 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 see, but they but see that would give us the edge, man. That would be a super cool new thing. And you know it's healthy, and I know it's healthy, and they've proven a hundred times over that it's healthy and good for people. Man, think about those little old ladies they roll in the the front of the church. If they let a little puppy dog come in there and jump up and down on those little ladies, how, or, you know, they love that, you know, that would be so healthy, super healthy for them. You know, all of us, it would be healthy for me because I love just reaching down there and just for his big neck. And now you take him and feed him. (laughs) (laughs) But I get to kind of be around them and stuff. So I'm in, let's do it. Write that down. That's a tenant, man. We need that as a tenant. All right. Bring your dog to church. What about cats? What about cats? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that probably won't work. Hey, so I would. I went out cats to. And dogs I went together. out. I went out to uh, Scissor Tail Park the other night, and they had a big thing like with with tents and stuff, and it was really fun. And a guy was out there, and he had a big thing on his chest, and he had two parakeets. He was. He had his pet parakeets with him. And it was like a chest cavity thing. And so if he can do that, then bring your cats, bring your parakeets, bring your lizards. I don't know. We'd have to maybe do, I don't know. We'd have, to, we may have to start thinking like, let's say, some, 
for now, just bring your dog. Bring you your dogs. Let's let's start with that. I do like bring your pig if you got yeah. a if you got an emotional support pig. Yeah, they kind of act like dogs. It's not too big. You yeah. have to have a weight limit on pigs. Yeah, you could, yeah. man. Or oh, what about? Because see, like <laughs> pigs, pigs don't hold it, do they? Do pigs like a dog? Can you train a pig like a dog to hold it? Because if be you did potty trained, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll stick with dogs to start. Maybe with. okay. All right, all right. Let's go. Let's go, dogs, and then we'll keep dogs. this open for further discussion. But I super like okay. it. I super. Okay. Hey, we could have like designated dogs. Like I don't know. Anyway, and have like six or eight each service. I don't know. So, all right, I like it. Okay, man. All right, man. Well, that's uh, I guess that's good enough for now. Um, all right. Okay. There's there has been a new addition. Okay. Apostle John Luke has a Twitter account. Oh, okay, it's yes. actually an X account now. Which yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what Elon Musk was thinking when he changed it from Twitter with so many yeah. years of of uh, brand building into right. X. But I think the deal was he got hold of X.com at some point and has been yeah. itching to use it for something. Could be. And so he decided to use it for Twitter. Anyway, kinda like, kinda it's like the same you, thing. Kind of like you bought Gracemont and you've just been itching. Yeah. To- <laughs> <laughs> and this is it. Yeah. So anyway, my my uh, Twitter handle is Apostle yeah. John is at Apostle John Luke. So you can uh, you can tweet us at, yeah. at Apostle John Luke, or you can Email Apostle Duke at ad1 at gracemont.com. So I'm going to start tweeting stuff or Xing. I guess is it tweeting anymore? If it's X, maybe I'm Xing instead of maybe tweeting. Maybe you're Xing. Hey, I'll, I guess you, we'll see. Have you, you heard? Know, at, oh, go what? ahead. No, no all those guys who like they were, they wrote these articles in the paper and they were anonymous for years and years and years, or they went, even authors do that, right? Uh, they they like write books and stuff under some pseudonym or something or sure yeah so like no one would ever know that'd be cool to i don't know yeah so there's that element so i like it so you'll have to do you have a twitter account i do i i watch twitter all the time but i don't tweet i don't x so you'll have to follow me Oh, you I can will. be my first yes. follower. Yeah, I'll do okay. it, man. And then you'll post on there, right? Yeah, I'll post. And, and then, then I can then share that. it, right? Can I share it? Sure. With with other people, just say, hey, check this out. I may. If you want. Yeah. You want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then... Uh, anyway. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's all it for now. Uh, Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah, well, I'm gonna follow so, you. I'm gonna. So you're on there now already. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. At, as soon as we hang up, I'm gonna Apostle look for Apostle John Luke. At Apostle John Luke. Okay. I'll look for it when I hang up here because I can't do two things okay. at once. All right. All right. And the only followers I have are like naked Lucy Lou oh. or something. You know. Okay. That, that have needs- followed me just because they. She, she needs God, man. She needs God, <laughs> she like everybody else. Uh, they, they're, they're people that follow you in hopes that you'll follow them back. And I, I guess, yeah, I guess, an apostle, you know, think Apostle about it. John Luke could follow all those people. 
All the all and that, and then and then lead them to the Lord, man, and then rescue their souls. Lead them to the way of grace. The way, the way, the way of grace. The, the way, way of grace. All right, man. So this is yeah. Grace Month, uh, episode number thirty-seven. Uh, I guess uh, I'll see you next week. See ya.